seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to STT, number one video game podcast on Twitch. Maybe not this week. Just nah, not. man, we're not even on Twitch. Don't lie. Yeah, no. But we, we had did did okay. Hello, wait, wait. Did you see? Because <clears throat> you got it in the title. Did you see the video of the the girl supposedly fucking um on Twitch? They got banned, I guess, for a week. Did you see the video? Uh, no, man, I didn't see the video. Did 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 you watch the video? <laughs> Yeah, of course I did. Oh, okay. I also okay. watched the, the video of the shooting in Buffalo. It was horrible. I should have never watched it. No. I feel like it was from the fucking movie. Because you're like, if I had to it see like it, a... we got to be in this together. And you know What's what? The I agree with, with that. movie with that VHS tape that was like a cursed tape that you gave it to other people and it would chase to kill you? The Ring. It was The Ring. It was The Ring. That's what I that's what I did with that goddamn video. But, yeah, but no, man, ring. it wasn't that impressive. I don't even think it was that big of a deal in some way, honestly. But I mean, I, I guess she was fucking. I don't know. It was weird though. I mean, it was, I keep it was hearing very, about it. it. It was it was poor amateur, if it, it at best. Yeah. Well, she well, she did seem like she got mounted though. She, 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 did she get banned for a week? That's I what I heard. Like she I mean, got it's banned a for a strange week. Time. Yeah, that's 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 what I, I mean. No, and I it's not like when I I'm telling you, you can look at the video. I guess you're be, supposed to be able to see something in the window, but oh. I couldn't really see it. They're getting real, like, some people are getting real bold with that stuff. Like, somebody was, like, talking on Reddit how, like, on TikTok, uh, there's people who go live on TikTok. And, like, the video shifted, like, one or two frames over. So, what it looks like, though, is, like, it'll be, like, something moving real fast. And it'll look fleshy. And they're just, like, they're just trying to get subscribers. And I don't know. It's like, I don't know who's watching these, though. Like, why would you watch that? Fast and fleshy. Fast and fleshy. That should have been this. That's that's the. Oh my god, the Fast and the Furious. That's the porn parody. The Fast and the Fleshy. The Fast and Fleshy. The Fast and the Fleshy. That's it right there. That's a hundred percent it. Right. It, no, right. I did not. But yeah, that. man, we're not talking. We're not here to talk about Twitch fucking today. Oh we're here <laughs> to start off talking about. No, we're we're here to actually talk about stuff. Stuff, yeah, I think, yeah, but like I think we've enjoyed this week. House, House of the Dragon, I think, and I mean, I, I had trouble. I, I recorded that little crate. You know, I'm gonna do my little, my little, um, yeah, you're gonna Elden do your Ring thing. Child, you're gonna do your thing, whatever. But uh, where I just have a lisp and I and I say things like House of Dragon instead of House of the Dragon. I but kept saying House of Dragon both, all week. Yeah, right, right. Like, and we're gonna dig into the whole dragon thing because that yeah, le- leads yeah. to. You know what is the greatest dragon movie in our opinion of all time? Which because I saw Dragon Ball Super superhero or superhero superhero how, yeah. massive colossal grandiose superhero, which was fun and just talking about dragons in general. I'm I'm found that I'm more partial to like English dragons lately. Yeah, even like African dragons. Like I looked into that because I didn't know that I was like, do Africans have dragons? But I've been like, fuck Chinese dragons. I've been seriously like fuck Chinese dragons lately, except Mulan's Eddie Murphy's version of a I dragon. That's the, that's the but, best. Um, ver- that's one of my favorite versions of a dragon's. I I love Mulan though. Like that's a good movie. That's a good movie. 
But yeah, African dragons. You got me curious now. So yes, they do have African dragons. That's awesome. Right. Rainbow yeah, goddess and the cosmic it. rainbow serpent. Dambala, mm-hmm. Dambala and Aida. Dude, that's so, cool. so supposedly like a serpent, more like serpent head. You know, they all have different kind, but I I was like, yeah, what well, you know, all these fucking dragons. But yeah, um, House of the Dragon, you know, <laughs> I was actually surprised about your opinion about um oh George R. R. Martin's <laughs> Game of Thrones. It sucks. So I was like, oh, okay. Right. And I know you again, like that's more your area of expertise. You movie critic, writer, you've done this shit before, yeah. you've had previous podcasts strictly associated with um you know writing and your your actual critical opinion of film and all things of those types of art yeah. like and that that elk like you're very humble about that shit it's kind of like a secret life that you live because you're a bit of a weirdo yeah, but i yeah, always I am, am like that's part of the reason why we kind of click now so i want your opinion on house of the dragon when you get a moment but go ahead what i was going what i was going to say though is just like okay as far as like me thinking game of thrones sucks like, that's, that's something that, like, my wife liked it. I know a lot of people are like, no, man, you should watch Game of Thrones. I, I tried. I, I made it one season, and I was like, this is boring. I can't stand this. I, I'm not interested in this at all. I don't like any of the characters. The reality is is that you have to take my opinion on a drama television show with a grain of salt. I didn't watch Breaking Bad until, like, seven or eight years after it had been off the air. And then even then it took me like two years to watch that show. Like, and I liked it, like, but it takes me forever to watch stuff. I like bright, colorful, bombastic, animated, insane, over the top, funny stuff. Like, and that's just who I am. And for movies and like fantasy stuff, I like Dragon Slayer. And I like super cheesy, the sword and the, what was it called? You remember the one that was like the sword and the sorcerer? From the 80s, like, the super cheesy, ultra-violent, insane, over-the-top. That's what I like. So take Were my, there midgets in that one? I think so. No, that was... I think, but see, thinking, that, that's kind of a cop-out. In the 80s, there literally was midgets. But there was a lot of midgets in 80 movies. Yeah. Willow was good. A lot. Willow was fantastic. Willow was good. Yeah, Willow was yeah, good. Yeah, I'm having a moment, but yeah. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Like, I, and I get bored with, like, political stories, too. And that's what, that's what a lot of like, that's a whole lot of what Game of Thrones was, was political stuff. So I got kind of bored with it just, just really early on. I was just like, my wife watched it. She liked it up until like the last two seasons. So, you know, I, and I trust her opinion. Like her opinion is if she likes something that generally means it's really good. Cause she's very selective on like what she engages with. So I was with shit like that. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for you trust sure. Trust her opinion. Because like, okay. I'm not going to get her. Like, she won't watch that Lord of the Rings Ring of Power TV show next week when it comes out with me. And I'll watch it. Like, it's Lord of the Rings. Like, I love the I'm Lord glad of you Rings reminded universe. me of that shit. I completely forgot. Yeah, pr- Amazon Prime on. next week. I'm pretty sure. Um, and Slime. Amazon Prime and Slime. Callback. Go watch that video. We describe what it means. Just know it's not Don't pleasant. Watch that video. You that won't like terrible. it at all. Like, <laughs> Real quick, before I forget, yeah. that reminds me because from the people that's been there from the beginning, like well, again, shout out Aaron. In fact, I was talking about the giveaway after we made it to 100 subscribers. Thank you for yes. you know liking and subscribing. I appreciate it. Just to, while we get back on track with recording the podcast, but fuck it, man, Aaron, you won. So 
yeah, we're going to get you we're going to get you squared away. You, we already know you, you know, you already discorded out and Facebooked out. You you literally already, Hold you know. Hold it down. Hold it down. I took tag. So, yeah, bro, like off top. And that's legit, too, because you actually it was I remember that video it was a certain comment had to be made at the end of the chat or whatever. You were in there. Yeah. So fuck it. And you, and you, you know, keep it solid. So we'll be in your inbox, bro. We're going to be in your inbox like a thirsty old nigga in a cosplayer's goddamn inbox for Chun-Li. We in Dude, if you're a cosplayer for Chun-Li, I don't even want to know how many, uh, like, you know, uh, what your inbox looks like. I really don't want to know. I really, that's like the stuff of like, that is a post-apocalyptic dick pic laden nightmare i'm sure like i'm a hundred percent sure that's like what's her name had to get off social media and we'll get to house of the dragon the chick from stranger things did you read about that like she had to jump off social media because she was just like literally when she turned 18 all these dudes just started sending her dick pics and i'm just like what like why what in what like what makes you think it like, just reminds okay. me of the scene from super bad well yeah. go ahead the condition yeah know, oh, where it's, you it's, just it's get a weird penises. thing we do i guess draw right yeah it's fantastic right. though all right let's speaking of that though okay so is it speaking of aaron too as a reminder before you get into yes. your thing so is it millie alcock or alcock i that plays alcock i think i think i don't know hold on let me let me look it up we're gonna we're gonna get I mean it. maybe we don't have I'm Okay, curious, fuck though. it. I'm curious. It's, I okay. mean we just talking fuck it. we can cut this down for the actual podcasts. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Y'all are on the ride with it. Y'all just get yeah. to enjoy it. I don't really care. And it's just crazy, man. Yeah, no, I, I do care. I care the yeah. fact that we're still doing this fucking thing, but I feel you. It's it, it was funny that this is literally the third time we tried to make this happen. Because the first, I think it was just the the title came up sometime, and it, it was childish because it reminded us of the uh, last week's episode where it was like Corey's and Dragon Balls or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, it just like yeah. it was the last getting her done for some reason. All right, here we go. I'm gonna We're play. I'm gonna play how to pronounce this thing. Are you ready? I don't know if it's gonna pick up. We're gonna find out though. Uh, <laughs> she does have a weird face, man. I don't know, but I mean, it grew on me towards the end. I, you know. And like I said, we'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> let's see. All cock. All cock. All cock. Well, it's, it's all cock. U-H-L it's definitively dash K A A K. All cock. All cock. All cock. All cock. That's way too complicated for me. Queen of. All right. Okay, but yeah. It's so, too complicated. what's your initial impressions, man? What's your, what's your initial impressions of House of the Dragon? House in, of, in light of not enjoying the Game of Thrones. The House of the Dragon. Okay, so in light of not enjoying Game of Thrones, if I'm going to do a quick compare and contrast, uh, I love this show so far. One episode in, and I'm like really into it. I'm sorry, you put a jousting tournament in the middle of the show. I'm on board. Like that just makes, and it's super violent. And I've talked about this. I love violence in media. I'm not going to lie. That's like some of my favorite, like I'm a gore hound, dude. That is one of my things. Like I like gory movies. I like gory television shows. 
And there's a lot of that in this this show. And the fact that like they are setting up Damon to be probably one of my favorite villains. And it's Matt Smith, the former doctor, who is playing such a different character than Doctor Who in this. Like he is playing he's playing the exact opposite of the doctor, right? He's playing a conniving political cutthroat who is willing to literally murder civilians in order to make them be afraid of him, like be terrified of him. And what's so cool about that to me is just like game of Thrones. I understand tried to take some of the fantasy tropes and like get away from it a little bit. And what you ended up having was a lot of like crazy incest and violence and really bizarre stuff that was like, not really felt of that fantasy element to me, especially the political fantasy element. And I know a lot of people look at to it as kind of like this real good piece of literature. And they're just like, yeah, this is like modern fantasy. And I get it. But what I wanted from Game of Thrones was more of a buy into the, some of the classic fantasy tropes and then expand. And this one feels like they're doing that with House of the Dragon. This this feels like it's got more of those classic fantasy tropes. Um without breaking the mold too much. And I like that, like at least to start up with, at least it's a good setup and they're probably going to get away from it and go further. But that's what I like about it is Cause like, I already like the characters. I already like Damon is kind of like this villain. I like the costume design. I like the action sequences. I love the dragons. Um, absolutely incredible. Like the Agreed. fact, the fact that they have dragon riders, like I'm all on board for that. Like, all day long. That's that's incredible to me. In in the first dragon named Cyrax or something. Yeah, like that, I think I believe. so. I think so. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep going back to that. But the jousting tournament interlaced with like the birth of that child and the fact that it's like, well, you're either gonna lose the mom or the dad. Spoiler alert: the mom or the baby. Like you're gonna have to make a decision, and it's interlaced with this political jousting tournament. Incredible, dude absolutely incredible beautiful editing i loved it dude first episode is a solid nine out of ten ten out of ten for me i i mean i don't put ratings on stuff anymore but this is one of those that i'm just like yeah 100 percent. house of the dragon is an absolutely incredible show i can't wait to see episode two like y'all me too they're setting up something good now they could go off the rails like it really could but dude matt smith chewing up scenery is damon i'm 100 percent on board with and that one dude from Notting Hills in it, like, he's pretty cool too. He's like, you know, he's a good dude. He's. I feel like I feel actor. like an asshole because I I completely forgot that he played in Doctor Who, and I actually the Matt Smith character. Yeah. This is why I needed you to give. Just what I'm saying. I like. I completely forgot about this shit. I was like, oh yeah, he, that was Doctor Who. I actually watched some of that series when I went to that uh binge binge worthy little little time frame with Doctor Who, but. Yeah, man, I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly how I feel so far. I really don't know how we're going to go, you know, moving forward. But I'm also caught up in the hype. Like, I know it. I, sometimes oh, I it's too. hard to too. get back into a show when you're not a part of the momentum of it. That's the thing. It's hard to go back on a show where there's already been a lot of spoilers. So to be there for the beginning and, I, and on top of it, I don't think it's just that. It is just well done. It's just fun. Like that first episode, regardless of when I saw it. I wasn't even a fan of Game of Thrones when I first started, so I really didn't know much. I just could not get into it. Just yeah. straight up, out the beginning. So I think it's they threw a little kid off a tower, and I was just like, ah. 
yeah, yeah. That was like one more thing. I would agree with Aaron on too, though, is Millie Alcock. The he says is the nose is too small for a face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, noses are something. Sometimes I pay attention to. I don't pay attention to facial features that much, but when my wife points it out to me, she's like, that dude's nose is huge. Then I can't stop saying it. Or it's like, that dude's nose is tiny. Or we used to watch this show on TBS called uh, Cougar Town. And there's one character and he's, he's got beady eyes. He's got little bitty tiny eyes. (laughs) And she pointed it out. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like he really does have very tiny eyes. It's, it's really strange once you start seeing those features. But man, like I want to know. Like I know you did a video on it, and everybody can watch that video. But like overall, your thoughts. Um, what did you think, man? I mean, initially, I was skeptical. Yeah. Based on my previous experience, period. Yeah. But again, like some people, I, I it, it, I'll tell you this. I it was good enough for me to go back, like a sports center. Uh, episode after a good game and try to do some research on some of the players like yeah. the Steve Toussaint guy. I had to look into that and actually and the just the backstory behind that and where that part of the family came from. I think they're Valerians or something like that. Like I actually went back and looked at it while people some people might not think it was uh, just proper casting because they weren't supposed to be black actually from what the description where they were supposed to be pale skin with like violet eyes and silver hair but the choice that they chose him you know and i think he's been a couple other things that i like um oh yeah it kind of captured my attention um but yeah just the 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 political shit actually like what turns you off from the show of grand game of thrones which i could understand because i couldn't get into it is what captured me in house of the dragon it was, I mean, the dragons, I needed that in the beginning. The gore, of course, like you said, I mean, again, titties and ass, all things coming together like booty cheeks. Bootyism is a true religion. But, of course, that's in there. Uh, but it was more so the political aspects for the actual throne, hence the yeah. name Game of Thrones. And once yeah. that clicked for me, I was hooked. Now, now I'm week to week. Now I got to at least check it out. No guarantees, but that's you right. know, and it's a different kind of show from what I'm watching with like a She-Hulk now, but definitely I'm excited about. I can understand why it's already re-signed for a season after one fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, dude. completely re-signed to do season two. So, I I totally you know. can see that too. Like, and it, it's it's just like every actor in the show is just like doing a marvelous job. They really are. And that the the girl who ends up being at the end of the episode where they're like, yeah, you're going to be my heir. Like, she's just got that face of just like, I'm kind of curious to see where that goes of just like, are they going to turn her slightly villainous? Because she's almost got that face of like, all right, now that I got the power, I'm going to show you what a woman can do. And I was like, that's pretty dope. Like, that was pretty dope. And when he's like revealing the secret at the end where he's just like the end of the world. And the, 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 you know, the pre- predecessor to the, whatever, the, the ice dude coming from winter is coming, whatever. Oh yeah. The is. prophecy. Yeah, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever that, whatever that was supposed to be. Right, right. Yeah. So the one thing though, I, I mean, I normally don't like to do spoilers or whatever, but fuck it at this point, you know, yeah. people are doing bad stories for everything. I, it threw me off. I almost got lost, but it actually caught me like the scene with Damon where it kind of introduces insanity where he 
charges into you know the courtyard and basically starts pointing out criminals and slaughtering and judging them. them right there. Yeah, yeah, like literally buckets and buckets of shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Lit cutting off dicks and cutting off hand thief hand raper dick cut off. <laughs> yeah. Like he just sitting there like ah. I was like, what in the fuck am I watching? You know what I'm saying? All right, but okay, this makes a lot of sense. It feels like that in these streets right out here, kind of getting that way right now in real life. Uh, so kinda, you know some kinda. things. Kind of, kind of reflect Alabama reality, like but uh, with you because that's reality. <laughs> like especially in places like Alabama. I mean, I just saw something about historically in Mississippi where yeah. it was a place called the Devil's Punch Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Where there were thousands of free slaves thrown into a ground. So I mean, you know, it's it's interesting what we might kind of, might might gravitate to and get into sometimes. But I really first episode impressions, not like. Guaranteed, because I might watch episode two or make fade. I don't know, or you know, it it might be like my favorite show in quite some time. I it, yeah. it's really good to have that option though. It's like worth talking about again. Well, and, and it, it brought up rain of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 burial scene with the dragon that was dope. Like for me, right, right. it was just like I was like I was into that. <laughs> and of course, just like the dude, you're gonna put a jousting tournament in anything. I'm 100 percent on board. Like, I love to watch that kind of stuff. That reminds me of, like, King Arthur, right? Like, that's the kind of stuff I really like. Even though I was, like, it's funny because we take fantasy from, um, there's a lot of these fantasy elements come from, like, the medieval times and the 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 that kind of era. And I read that whole book. We were talking about that Power and Thrones. That's a great book if you haven't read it. But it's about medieval history. And, um it just talks about knights. Like it has a whole chapter dedicated to what knights really were. Knights were just straight up mercenaries, bro. Like that's what they were. They were just straight up mercenaries. And those jousting tournaments, like when they get all butt hurt in, in house of the dragon and they're like getting upset with each other and attacking each other and stuff that didn't happen. Like they were just like, they were there to make some money and then move on with their day because they were basically just like, they were basically the way the guy said it. He's like, they were the sports stars of their day. They would go from castle to castle, give their services, play in tournaments, try to make some money, get some reputation, and then they would move on. And that was it. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, that's that's pretty cool. So, Because he actually talked about how, like, Arthurian legend was so strange because of, like, the Knights of the Round Table bringing people together to rule in a harmonious effort was a really interesting, especially when you're talking about a group of mercenaries. That's what makes it so dope in my mind, where it's just, like, that's cool. Like, you brought a group of mercenaries together to try to, like, make things better, and you got a badass wizard like Merlin, and, like, who can travel in time, because if you ever read, like, anything Arthurian, like, Merlin's not in time. Like, he's out of time. He exists out of time. Like... Sorry, I could go on Arthurian hey, legend forever. No, I bro, love King that's hey, and, and bro, and that's a man. Thank you for breaking that down, bro. Like for real shit. Like that's dope, and that's pretty much what we kind of represent as far as the ideals of what we've been doing for the past years for the podcast and uh, mercenaries that that yeah. we have. Like you rather have you know ten lions than a million sheep, they say, and and that's always been like a principle thing that you've always represented. So. Yeah, no, I, I I can dig it, but so yeah, nine out of ten first episode. Yeah, hundred percent. Stamp down. We're good to go. We'll see how this moves forward. I'm with it. I'm I, with it. I think my wife's. Yeah, she's up right now. I'm gonna text her too. I'll bring this opinion 
um, just in a little bit. But I'm going to ask her, what did you think about House of the Dragon? And we'll see. We'll see. Her opinion's the ultimate one that yeah, matters yeah. in this household. Because <laughs> we married. And by that, I mean... <laughs> Is it that rough, dog? It... Hold on, let me whisper. Let me no, whisper. No. Let me whisper so she doesn't hear. No. Are you okay? No. We didn't talk about this before recording. Are you safe? Blink. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Check no, this no, out. Bro. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've been to a con. But we got to find some cons. We, we do. Get you, we'll get you over here. I mean, we'll get you out of there. We do. Go to the gay lord. Yes. Go to the gay lord this year. Con. Quick on, bro. Quick See on. See what has going on. Yeah, absolutely. But Tell the sidebar real quick. House Let's of the Dragon's good. Tell the, yeah, House of the Dragon. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. No, what you was about to say. I just said House of the Dragon's good. Just to sum it up. Like, it's good. Cool, Watch cool. it. Like, it's fun. Okay. Just a some came up in the Discord. Quick opinion: Sony price hikes. Real quick, for we oh, just. Oh yeah, that was gonna be in the news this week when we ended the show. But yeah, let's talk about it now because I'm. Just oh okay, like, okay. Like, now nah, we can we can wait then. We can wait. Not nah, like we wait on it. Yeah, we could talk about it. Yeah, what's we'll stick around because we're gonna talk about that in the news. Uh, that'll be later okay, on. Okay, because I didn't. I didn't know. To go through. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, but. She Hulk, right? Is that is that up next? Or no, no. Let me see. Uh, no, 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 no. Lego Star Wars. Yes. Lego Star Wars. Yes, it is. This is what I love about it. Is video games like we talk the live about one takes? Yeah, we uh, do sometimes. So Lego Star Wars, man. Lego Star Wars. I finally, dude. I picked this up when it first dropped, and I had not touched it for the Switch. Like I'd been out of a mood for playing video games, and I was like, okay. So I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I'll get on there tonight and play some more. Like I, that's my weekend game. Like I spend five, probably about six or seven hours a weekend playing Final Fantasy fourteen. But I was like, I want something on the Switch, relaxing that I can play during the week. I've always loved the Lego games because they are, they're a good like in between casual and like hardcore gaming in my opinion. There's like because there's those gaming elements to them, whether it's collecting the blocks, building, puzzle solving, action and combat. But it's got that casual side too because you don't have lives. Your characters immediately respawn, and there's always that sense of humor. Lego games always have that really incredible sense of humor to them. Um, so I started Lego Star Wars, and the things that have impressed me about this is I've played Lego Batman all the way, one, two, and three. I've played the DC Villains Lego. Like, I've played all those, and generally speaking, when you're on screen, you're constantly trapped in almost this... It's a 3D environment, but the it, it almost kind of reflects the isometric games of the past, where you're moving the character around the screen, and you can attack in combat... They went straight up third person on this, Todd, and I absolutely love it. We are one step closer to a Lego GTA. That's all I'm saying. Like, this is this is the third person action-packed Star Wars adventure that I want in my life with a stellar sense of humor, an excellent voice cast who, yeah, there's been people who've complained that they don't sound like the original actors, and I understand that. Like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't care. Because I'm in the Star Wars universe. You've got the music cues. You've got the things going on that I want to see from Star Wars. I'm playing through Episode 4 right now. 
And dude, I'm just going to say, I absolutely love it. The different abilities, the upgrade trees, everything about this speaks to me as not only a gamer, but as a Star Wars and a Lego fan. Like the idea of collecting characters, using my Jedi mind tricks on anything that can move, and the fact that when you get into an environment, some environments, yes, you are going to be on a straight and narrow path. This is the direction I'm going. These are the things I have to do. But then, like, you get to Tatooine, and then in that environment, like, it's legitimately, you go open world. Go do what you want. Go ride a, go ride a speeder. Go bust up some crates. Go try to unlock this gate. Go do this puzzle. Go collect everything. Um, you know, all the Lego pieces and everything you want. And it's cool. Like, I just love that element to it. And being able to switch between characters and their different abilities. And there's so many characters like you got Obi-Wan, of course, and Luke and Chewbacca and Han Solo and C-3PO and R2-D2. And they all interact with stuff on the map in a different way. And they've built that into the game where you can switch between characters and find little hidden secrets and crevices and puzzles that only one character can solve. But you're not going to know what character can solve that until you switch around and start playing with them. And the action in it, Todd, is incredible. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the idea that they have duck and cover shooting in this, and it's a Lego game? Like, you've got duck and cover shooting, and you can actually switch your place? Like, that's cool, dude. I'm down. Okay, so so Le- Lego games are back, is what you're saying. Lego games are back. Because I know they, they, they seem the to faded for a while. You know what I'm saying? It, seemed, it was like they had a moment, and they had, like, some Marvel animation Lego games that were interesting that, that I played. Yes. It was... Uh, it was. I think they they had one that they gave away for free. Or no, nah, I wouldn't say that. It was like Lego Batman was pretty dope. But then I I feel like they faded. I was never really like a huge Lego fan, but I would play them and respect it from the beginning. In fact, sidebar again, isn't a guy that had something to do with Lego Batman the movie and like the Godzilla and King Kong series supposed to be taking over or something like? Potentially oh. doing a deal like Kevin Feige with DC. Yeah, that is. Um, is that the same guy? I think that's the same. I just read about that this week that he had gotten a right. Deal. I just looked at it. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta pull that up. But yeah, dude. But yeah, why you looked that up? Yeah. Why you looked that up? So like, I, that's why I was interested to hear because it was kind of tying together with that. Like, oh, okay, cool. Because I know, yeah, it's the video game thing, man. But at the end of the day, the rule of thumb is like. We talk about and do whatever the fuck we like. So if you made it to this point, thank you so much for listening. Yes, as usual. <laughs> as watching, usual. Even if it's just the homie Aaron, you know what I'm saying? Because see, once the trial catch on, it's going to be all good anyway. It's just like I'm I'm so grateful to be able to like be back on the kind of rotation of just recording and fucking around with you, bro. It's uh, it's it's kind of cool. But yeah, like the like you know to go back to the game it just feels like that's a healthy choice that's like a healthy game to probably play right now i trust your opinion with shit like that plus i know how much you love platforming so if it's a good kind of platforming lego game with cover shooting star wars simulation where you are excited enough to say it's going to be a possibility to make like a lego gta which actually make me happy because i feel like i won't get a gta until you know i'm dead at this point but apparently, you know, they're working on GTA 6, so maybe we'll see that before it's all over with. But, uh... Yeah, but yeah. man, like, I'm, I'm I'm going back to Lego Star Wars, and my wife gave me her House of the Dragon opinion. Um, 
Lego Star Wars, dude, if if you've never if you played Lego games out of respect, which I have too, like, and I'm like, that was a fun experience, but I've never wanted to go back. This Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, is the one I'd be like, if you want to actually engage with this as an adult gamer, this is the way to do it. This is it's fantastic. Like, there's so much content here. It's a little shocking to me on how much there actually is to do in the game. Like they really yeah, you didn't watch the Mandalorian. Thing. I don't, I don't, I don't even trust your your I Star Wars fandom. Like the more you know, I watched yeah, the Mandalorian did, did. season one and two. Yeah, you did. It was fantastic. You did. You did. By the way, going back, you're talking about Dan Lin. Yeah, he did the. He was the producer. Dan of Lin, Lego thank movie, you. Lego Movie Two. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be working for DC right now. Look at every. Okay, listen to everything he's got in production. Haunted Mansion, Dear David, Avatar, The Last Airbender, the the live action TV show that's coming. He's in post-production on that. Mm. Uh, Walker Independence, Lilo and Stitch live action, Aladdin 2 live action, Inspector Gadget, Spooked, Sherlock Holmes 3, Lethal Weapon 5, Settlers of Catan, Johnny Quest, and For the Culture. Bro, Dan Lin, I want to go to a party at your house, man, because clearly, like... Motherfuck. Yeah, dude. All this is... Okay, no wonder they're trying to... Right, no wonder they're trying to sign them up to D. Ah, maybe. Cause see, that's the thing, man. As a comic book fan, like some of my favorite days were like Frank Miller, Todd McFarlane crossovers and shit like that. Like even though I don't consume that kind of content anymore by like actually physically going out and buying yeah. comic books, but that was like that's the whole nerdy point. Like you know, X Men, whatever else. So uh, I mean, I read everything digitally like now. I just don't have the space to right. buy stuff. Like not comic books, like they right. just take up so well, much like, room. My thing is, I might as well. I think they've just turned it into where the content is in streaming now. They're just taking those properties and yeah. putting it in the fucking metaverse. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm I'm happy to see if DC isn't fucking up and giving proper competition to uh, Disney or X Men. You know what I'm saying? And Avengers or whatever else. Yeah. But right now, it's kind of tough. But that's you know? the thing, man. Is just like today, like it's hard to get excited, and the problem is, is like. We talked about comics, but like in the 90s, like the artists, like you're talking about like Frank Miller, Todd McFarlane, the writers like Alan Moore, they were the superstars of the comic industry. Like now the movies have kind of taken that away from them because like, and not to say that's bad because I love the movies and I love the extended universe and the MCU and like I enjoy all of that. But it was just like the people you got now are like Jeff Lemire. Like, uh, Jeff Lemire's still holding it down in the comic world. Uh, Mike Mignola, the guy who created Hellboy, he's still holding it down in the comic world. Um, the guy who created The Goon, like, he's still holding it down. I can't remember his name. Um, I've got those. I've got him on. I follow him on Facebook. But, um, you know, all that right, stuff, right. dude. Like, it's just like Jeff Lemire, speaking of that, great recommendation. Good point. The Black Hammer series, if you haven't read it, highly recommend it. Black Hammer is incredible. Like Jeff Lemire's Black <laughs> Hammer is absolutely incredible. I'm I'm finishing up my is last it? book. Yes, dude. Is it me? Yes, dude. Like it is a deconstruction of the JLA in a 13 issue mini run that is absolutely wonderful. Every minute of that book is incredible. Um, so my wife, real quick, going back to uh, Scott or House of the Dragon. She says, I don't know. I think it was a good first episode, but I'm just hoping it doesn't crash and burn like the last episode of Game of Thrones. I think it looked really good and the dragons were cool. I'm interested to see where it goes. 
So right, and that seems to be the sentiment that, of people yes. that gave a fuck about that that first show where we were just like we did like like we didn't care we wanted in the first show yeah. out the gate right i wanted right, this right like, i wanted the dragons yes like out the fucking gate yeah 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 yeah. well so, and i think okay, the big okay. issue with like game of thrones for me was too many characters there's way too many i can't focus on every you know what i mean like i this one seems a little bit like it's more restricted like, more condensed refined yeah. is going to be clearer lines of what everybody's motivation is exactly like that's why i'm kind of excited about this but yes now i'm interested to hear all about a show that is getting review bombed even though i'm just like i don't know what's going on with it she hulk man like she hulk yeah i'm interested to hear about this she hulk what you what what you think about i really don't get i i don't i i should have done more Research into why people hate it. I, I don't think it's the greatest thing since, you know, peanut butter and jelly by any means. But I, I, one thing I respect about the show is it, it respects the most important commodity is which is my time. So at least it's not like subjecting me to an hour and a half every week, you know, of trying to figure out what the hell is going on. It's pretty concise and, and, and it, it's efficient with its message, in my, in my opinion. And I just I've enjoyed it so far. It's not bad. I think Angry Joe gave a comment on it. I didn't look into it too deep because I'm actually trying not to look into it too deep to have it affect my opinion, honestly, or change it for whatever reason. Uh, but, yeah, I think he had got some backlash for just not shitting on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it's fucking roots or anything, but it's like the focus on the like the woke aspect of it and all this other kind of stuff i really didn't dig into it that deep i was more concerned about like would they pull off the cgi because i was concerned in the beginning when i saw some trailers that it would just look campy am i going to connect it all with the lawyer's story will it be interesting will they be able to bring some good marvel um callbacks for me just a really nice general you know bada bing bada boom what are we looking at does it go along with the plot lines that i'm already following and interested in having on with yes yes and yes period it's not that it's it's not i mean it's not so far i feel like like house of the dragon has the potential to be the show like i'm actually really interested in but i've watched the first two episodes of hulk like she hulk seamlessly and i dig like a show like hawkeye for example I'm a huge Marvel fan. I pretty much consume everything, but I just didn't take the time to watch that show. I started watching Miss Marvel. Yeah, I, I, two two and a, a, a episode and a half in, I was like, this just isn't for me. Yeah. I don't need to knock it. It's not yeah. one of these things I need to scream at the top of a mountain like this is a big steaming pile of shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Loki, I, it, it captured me. I enjoyed Loki from beginning to end. That's probably one of my favorites. Easily, she Hulk is somewhere in there where it's like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Is I'm actually having more fun with it than I did with uh, like Moon Knight, for example. Jennifer yeah. Walters' representation is cool to me. Uh, I don't dig too deep into all the extra woman woke shit that everybody's concerned about. I'm not, it's I'm not that insecure about anything right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the same people that are screaming about the feminism in the movie and are overreacting about that are also like, you know, on some. Andrew Tate is, yeah. is good that he's off the internet completely. So, I mean, I can't trust any of it. Um, it's one of those things, like, I feel like if you're going to be triggered by it, then just don't watch it. But for the most part, I mean, it's 
25 minutes of quick little, you know, lawyer comedy kind of stuff that if you take it with a grain of salt, it's going to be a fun show. And I look at it as like, okay, Disney as a business scanning it out, you're going to have filler like this to pump your streaming channel just to have content. And the way that they actually release the content, I think a lot of content creators might just jump on it because it's not created necessarily to just completely binge six episodes in a row and create content on top of content on top of it. So it initially may create this like chamber of like negativity. But uh, I don't know. Like some people, I, I just I, I look at it like that. Some people were upset about certain scenes where the Hulk and the She-Hulk are kind of comparing themselves to each other. And it was just like, okay, the Hulk has been working on this for 15 years. He's gone through all kinds of phases. And now all of a sudden, she's She-Hulk and she can just automatically jump into everything because she has a better understanding of like her emotional control. Naturally, to me, I like thinking like that's actually kind of realistic if you really think about it. I mean, yeah. guys and women, generally speaking, as far as emotional intelligence and shit like that and being able to control anger, that, that didn't seem so out of pocket or she was like, like that in the not comics. We're not talking about. She was the more controlled Hulk in the comics because she had emotional control. Like, what's what's new about that? It's so more to the story from what I could gather from the comics. It's been just following canon. If you're a fan of it, like I've had fun of it. it has great spoilers. You can tell it's like leading into X Men a little bit, World War Hulk, Hulk mm-hmm. possibilities and shit like that. Like, so I'm just look as a comic book fan. As a you know, that's what it's kind of marketed for. I'm the person that's paying for all the fucking streaming service to watch this shit. I'm the one watching Harley Quinn and shit like that. So, you know, I don't know, bro. Like, I just I personally don't have a problem with it. I also have it. It's not something I would be more critical with like a House of the Dragon as far as the writing and the setup and everything associated with it than a fucking She-Hulk show. You know what I'm saying? Like. Is, well, are, are people just mad about her ass not jiggling correctly, like jiggle figure physics or something? Like I don't like. I don't am know. I, am I that's, do I sound completely off base? No, 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 no. Like, okay, so first of all, if you go to She Hulk in the comics, me and you've been long term comic fans. I've always liked She Hulk in the comics. I think she's an incredible character. She's never. I mean, she's had her own lines and own runs, but she's always played more of a side character to the Hulk. But, you know, the thing is, is a few years ago, they really gave her a shot because they brought her into the Avengers and they kicked the Incredible Hulk out and he ended up dying. And that's where you get the Immortal Hulk, which is one of the best books ever. But they took in the, they took in her as their Hulk because she was the more controlled version of the Incredible Hulk. She was the more, you know, she was she was more in tune with herself. She was basically the intelligent banner, except she was emotionally intelligent as well. Cause when Steve goes a little crazy, like you remember like in the books, like, yeah, there's other female Hulks, but they become the female Hulk. Like Betty, like she becomes a version of the female Hulk. And then when she loses control, really? it's because of Steve, like it's, it's our Bruce, not Steve. It's because of Bruce, like being their whole complicated relationship. She was the one who was always centered and, you know, like, okay, I'll read a quick review here off of IMDb. This will give you an idea of why people are review bombing this thing. It says, it's unfortunate so many people are review bombing this show as he gives it a 2 out of 10. It dilutes honest criticism that She-Hulk rightly deserves. Having actually sat through the unmitigated hot garbage, 
I can soundly say it's actually bad. For starters, Jen Walters is insufferable. Now, you can have a great show with an insufferable protagonist, but here, the show doesn't portray her as nagging and sanctimonious speeches as faults, but as strengths. And by extension, it feels like the show is lecturing you for 30 minutes straight about why we should appreciate self-righteous people who complain about everything. It's, it's, it's that same Florida mentality of that governor who just gave that speech of anti-woke, like, no woke, don't... Nah, oh, okay, okay, bro, okay, I'm going to okay. turn my childish Gambino on. Stay woke. Like, I don't care. Like, I love that yeah, song, bro. man. I Stay love, woke. That's right. That's what I might watch this weekend, man. I might watch Nope. That might, I might watch, watch that, that today. I'm going to watch that today. I might, I might watch Nope today. That'll be, that'll be date day. We might come back and talk about that. I heard it wasn't good, but. Maybe I'll watch. I'll today. watch anything. But, people, but uh, people didn't like us. And me and my wife watched us. And we were both like, this was really good. We liked it. So, like, right. Right. She said, the but same yeah, thing. man, more to the story with the wrapping up of the She-Hulk so far. I'm I'm so far. I'm, I have no reason not to watch it. I'm going to see it through. And all the people that's bitching about it are probably going to see it through, too. And, and, and not to say that they're not good points. And like people that are writers out there with a certain perspective. I respect it. If you don't like it, like. For sure, but yeah, yeah, man, it's not that bad. It's, it just reminds me of what an old kind of sitcom platform used to be, though, as far as like releasing one show at a fucking time, you know, 30, 25 minute episodes plus commercials and shit like that. Um, I still need to go back and rewatch Tekken. We can get me into too. that. Me too. Like, I fell asleep on that shit and it ran through, but me that, too. you know, Tekken. We really got to probably talk about that when we really get a chance to watch it because that's got a special fucking place in my heart. I accidentally watched the first and last episode. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, that that's pretty much all I got. I, I, it's it's just I don't think it's that bad. I like it so far. The Lord, I'm interested to see how where this goes to. You know, they reintroduced yeah. the abomination. It's an interesting take. It's some things in there where you know, because it was like that in the comic book. She represented other superheroes. That's an interesting story. And people that say yeah. that you don't get different takes. On this type of content like this is an example they're just trying to give a different take but it might just not be for a lot of people like miss marvel wasn't for me or like me not being able to watch hawkeyes just they're just throwing shit at the wall well and there's people who sit there and they go no politics in my comic book movies have y'all read marvel comics ever that's literally what the yeah. whole fucking point is that's how our yes. show exists that's why we're doing this yes. shit we're rain sleet or snow whether it's bubbling or not, we've been doing this shit because of things like that, because of what it represents. Stanley you know Soapbox. Like, Stan Soapbox. He used to sit there and use period, it as point a blank period. fucking period. He would use it as an X-Men. What did they represent? The fact that, that represented the realest shit ever. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, dopeness, nigger them. It taught a lesson. It was cool. But I remember like a story, like I brought up my father last week. It was his birthday or whatever. I do remember trying to like I got so excited one day I read a line from X-Men where it was breaking down the difference between Homo sapiens and Homo superiors. Yeah. And I went to my dad after reading that shit and I said, Dad, Dad, I think I'm a Homo superior. And he probably <laughs> slapped me in the mouth dragged me to the top of the room, locked me in my room, started screaming at my mouth. Dude, this whole, like, the the concept of, like, 
Black Panther was introduced as a character intentionally by Stan Lee when it was created. The Comic Code of Authority of America came to him and said, oh, you can't have a comic without white characters in it. So he said, fine. And he put the KKK in as the enemy. And he's like, here's your white characters. Like, (laughs) what do you think? And I'm sorry, Dan. I was just fucking with you, man. I love you, man. That's not what happened. He ain't slapped me in the mouth, y'all. I was just joking. But no, but exactly. That's the example. So it's kind of funny where like now all of a sudden it's just like woke. Where it's like in the 90s, people would. Do you know how happy kids would have been just to see green, huge digital titties? Just an ass on TV. Just appreciate that. Like, and it's like all these guys that are just pissed off that that's on the television. Like, I'm not even focused on the bitch's bad attitude. Oh, excuse my language. I can't say bitch. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that it's a fucking green She Hulk on TV. But. I don't know, man. So it's not, it's just not that deep, like to me right now. It's just not. Well, like, I think we yeah. got too much real shit in the world to be concerned about, like inflation yeah. and fuck Ukrainian grains. Yeah, dude, like, that Ukrainian situation. It's not that is, bad. Yeah, like the grain it's not situation. That like, I'm surprised. Right. But I'm, I'm glad you read that IMDb um, comment to kind of give me more perspective of the hate. Cause I've been trying yeah. to just, I, I actually haven't had time to watch the hate to try to, actually check out the content and just deal with life like my ac went out i don't know if it was the power grid or what or if it was you know yeah <laughs> like shit, real life shit's going on like i have time for that today and, and i can honestly tell you when you i think you'll enjoy it more than the average average you know viewer well now that we had this conversation just so you're understanding the she-hulk character and i will tell personally. people this just flat out Two of the staple characters, one from DC and one from Marvel. Superman was created by two Jewish writers to represent, like, they didn't think they had any power in this world. And they wanted to give kids, like, representation. And it was kind of like this, like, at the time when it was originally created, it was supposed to serve as kind of a comparison to being Jewish in America and growing up in America and almost like having to keep your secrets. And then Captain America was created to fight Nazis. I'm just like, I'm just going to throw that out there. Like people, American propaganda is best baby. Pop culture is a reflection of culture. And the way that you make changes to the mass amount of people is at least the public is not through politics. Yes, they have an effect on it for sure. But I'm talking about just ideas, which are more powerful than anything else. Just ideas. The way you make those changes is through pop culture. That changes minds over time. That's what it is. Like that is just a hundred percent. Is why we are here, and which this is what we enjoy talking about from yeah. the beginning. This is what brought us together, and it was the idea that different people that come from different fucking places that might have different perspectives. What are things that we can find a common ground on? And at the end of the day, even the hardest of the hard in a in a corner or whatever, probably played Mortal Kombat with his people or NBA Live or some shit like that, or watch Predators or some shit like that, or the countryest motherfucker with the largest farm growing fucking corn corn somewhere on the other side of the world did like watch Family Matters right or played X-Men or some shit like that. To where, like, okay, what is some shit that we can figure out and come together on, you know? That's right. And even, like, again, with the Shi'ak, whatever the fuck it is, it's not that I'm like, okay, people are wrong for having a problem with it and thinking it's poor writing and not well done or whatever. And actually, I just, 
I just literally don't agree with that. It's not Dude. it's not the best thing in the world. I just don't think the I think it is a weird emotional back and forth thing, like people arguing in the echo chamber with themselves. That's and, what it is. Know. But yeah, that that's all I got so far. We'll see though. It might turn this one I do feel like has a I will say this. Yeah. This one does have a better chance of turning into like a steaming pile of cow shit. Um <laughs> yeah, I believe more than like how Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. do believe that. I think it's 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 definitely um it's definitely uh, you know more of a chance of, of becoming completely shitty really quickly than House of the Dragon has a chance. I think I'm gonna have plenty of cannon fodder just to put up fucking Elder Ring gameplay and talk about House of the Dragon before I bring up She-Hulk. I think the only reason why I brought up She-Hulk is because of the like extreme amount of bullshit. It's not that great for me to even want to talk about it, but because uh, maybe that's what it is. That's that's part of the attention. Like I really probably wouldn't even brought it up if people weren't just unnecessarily hating on it too much. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. done with that. Next, next, moving on to some. Okay, look, this is a weird time. We're in the transition between summer and fall. <laughs> Dewey watching in the shower, fool. Anyway, go ahead. Dewey, my fault. You in the shower right now, bro? Cool. Speaking of mercenaries, that's right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I got some, some mercenary fools right there. I got some album recommendations because I'm a big music guy. I've been listening to nothing but music lately. I still buy CDs like an old man. Uh, actually, I just got one in from eBay. Blade Two, the soundtrack, is an incredible soundtrack so produced by RZA. Ah, man, this is good. This is the stuff right here. This kid, I know, I know. That's it, right, right. Uh, this, old school. I'm an old fool. This is actually the funny thing about this is this is the advanced CD. So <laughs> I bought it on eBay. That's it's the advanced copies they used to give away to like radio stations and shops and stuff that people don't know about no more but i got some album recommendations todd you ready to run through these five real quick this is this is fall Go. playlist and then we got a twitter and holes. we got a twitter poll and then we got some news all right so the first album recommendation i have for fall weather is marvin Gaye's what's going on one of my favorite records of all time reminds me of Fall Weather. Such an incredible record, such an incredible statement and power on this record. And you can really hear Marvin Gaye's voice shine through. If you've only ever heard, if you only ever heard Let's Get It On, do yourself a favor and go listen to what's going on. This is, it's got incredible production, incredible sound. And the beauty about this, Todd, is 70s production because they left the mistakes in and the mistakes are what makes this album perfect in my opinion it is those pure moments of cracking voices instrumentation gone wrong etc it's beautiful it's a beautiful record it's one of my favorite records of all time and it reminds me especially of fall weather which is kind of like the chilly nature of it the soundscapes of this album absolutely beautiful Next recommendation. Yeah, man, hold on. Do you know you know the story? Wait, wait, wait. Marvin yeah. Gaye, we got to pause. You put the picture yeah. up and everything. Let me put the picture back up. You brought up Marvin Gaye. Like, yeah. you know the story of Marvin Gaye. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Like, you oh, know, yeah. You, you, that go. Especially, like, and, and I'm glad you brought that up based on just the current climate that we in. I wish we knew, like, who the new Marvin Gaye was. It's kind of sad that we have no, like, who would who would the new Marvin Gaye be? I don't even know don't if even they know. can exist in this current environment. I don't think they can. Right, because they would have been ostracized and cannibalized. Like, Marvin Gaye's story, just how he passed away, what his music really so represents, sad. what that represents in the entire culture and the whole era. And it is, 
really reflective of like 70s era, 70s culture, early 80s, which is where we find ourselves in a, a current economic climate. Yeah. Per the facts, just per the just per just data, just per per like the news. Like when you when they pull it up and they say, okay, we in an economic climate that we haven't seen for 40 or 50 years, we're talking about 70s and yeah. 80s era. So I'm I'm just to the heart, just to take a quick extra little pause to it. Of course, like I might have to hop my own. You brought that shit up, you know what I mean? But it, that shit is ingrained in my goddamn DNA, like in the womb, when you bring up a Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, that's that's dope. That's dope. But I just wanted to pause on that. I'll let you ride on, on the rest of your list. Nah, man, definitely take a pause on it, especially because I don't think enough people know Marvin Gaye's music outside of Let's Get It On. Like, like I don't think they know his story. I don't I think, think they, they know either. Let's Get It On, but I don't no, think I'm they talking know about his story. Outside like, of Let's Get It On, because if you listen to What's Going On, there is a powerful, powerful message in that whole record all the way through that is still relevant today. <laughs> that is not. Yeah, changed. I mean, people don't know like he was a the story between him and Tammy heard it through the grapevine and yeah. just the tragedy and like the whole. Like I said, it's up Marvin Gaye. The history of Marvin Gaye. He's he's kind of like you're kind of bringing him up now. How it's just like okay, this yeah Marvin Gaye and let's go on like that motherfucker's story is actually incredible. Uh, it, it, I almost put it akin to where we always talk about like black exploitation movies and how to make is one of my favorite ones. Not because it's a good movie because it when you brought the DVD it came with the documentary yes. which was like the best representation. It was like way better than the fucking movie. I've got that right. On the so show. like with Marvin Gaye for me, right? It's it's like a level of. I mean, if I'm gonna be completely honest, like the music is beautiful, but the combination of like the documentary of Marvin Gaye is is uh is actually really, really it's kind of crazy how it's still relevant, extremely relevant in my humble opinion today. But I did not mean to go off on that long no, no, sidebar no, no. on your music music reputation. Well, it I gives mean, people um, an option too, man. Music like, recommendation. You're right, dude. Go watch that documentary on Marvin Gaye. And I'd I recommend actually looking into the story of Sam Cooke while you're at it too. Cause he's an, that's another another one. Another, yeah. I almost put some Sam Cook on here, but and it's hard we're to being choose. too fucking woke right now. That's a message. My fault. It was too mo- woke. One star. Go, too one woke. star. Go broke. One star. One star. Please don't downlight. All right. Next after, recommendation. After Thank is, you, uh, Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. This is my top five personal favorite albums of all time. I've listened to this album. I don't know how many times. Like, it's a double album, it's a double record, it's probably one of the best records ever put to to recording. And if you listen to any 90s hip-hop, you will recognize song after song on here, because this album's been sampled I don't know how many times. Like, it just 100%. I, I can see how you like that one. I can see how you so like that one. Good, I can dude. definitely see. It's, it's, right. It is the pinnacle, in my opinion, of Stevie Wonder's. Like, this is his masterpiece. It does not get better than songs in the key of life. Like this is my from like uh, the the opener talk to God to like uh, ghetto wonderland to all of that. Like everything about this album is absolutely incredibly poignant, beautiful, and just like the song about the ch- birth of his first child. Like that song still gets me, dude. That song still gets me. The song about his child, just like some about like you can hear it in his voice, right? Like you can hear, isn't she beautiful? You know, you're like that. Isn't she wonder? Like, oh, my, dude, <laughs> don't 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 do that, man. Let's not, go. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, don't disrespect Stevie like that. Nah, he can't. can't see right now. <laughs> I think he can't see again. Can he? Can he? No, no, I don't no, know. Somebody, somebody tried to shake his hand. I got started with that foolishness. Yeah. No 
for to test him? They tried to shake his hand to test him. Did he shake his hand? I think so. Yeah, they tried to shake his hand to test him, and he didn't reply. It was Steve. like Stevie blind, bro. Uh, but yeah, go back, go listen to songs in the key of life if you really want a great '70s record experience. It's it's in my top five albums of all time. Like it's 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 probably number two or number three. Uh, next one, Misfits Walk Among Us. Talk about getting into the Halloween spirit. Misfits. It's horror punk. It's incredible music. If you've never listened to Misfits, especially Walk Among Us, it is all about horror movies. This always gets me in the mood for Halloween. Like, put the Misfits on. I'm good to go. They have a whole song where they're literally just listing off, off the cast list of The Return of the Fly. It's The lyrics are The Return of the Fly starring Vincent Price, and I love that song. Uh, 100% recommend some Misfits. Danzig, he's a jerk these days. They're charging like $300 to see him in person. Eh, it is what it is. Next one, Rob Zombie, Hillbilly Deluxe. Another Halloween favorite of mine, dude. Rob Zombie remains one of those dudes. I will always listen to whatever he puts out. Is his music ridiculous, Todd? Yes, it is absolutely ridiculous. Do I care? Not at all. They make no sense. The music makes no sense. It just, it doesn't matter though. It's got that electronic, that heavy rock sound. Rob Zombie's always been kind of one of these dudes on the outs of society. Like he always does his own thing. And I appreciate that. And the fact that like him and his wife, I've always found incredible are been strict vegans for like 30 years and they run an animal sanctuary. Like that's where they live is an animal sanctuary with like 300 animals or something like just something that nobody ever talks about. They always talk about his movies and stuff, but the dude runs an animal sanctuary that's got like 300 animals and he doesn't just hire somebody to run it. Him and his wife run this animal sanctuary together. I think it's dope. I love Rob Zombie's movies. Like, and Hillbilly Deluxe is still his best album, in my opinion. It's that one that just, I like all of them, but this is my favorite one. The last fall time music recommendation I have is Method Man and Red Man's Blackout. Like this is this is the driving record to me. Like you put this on, drive around, kick it, meth and red together. You don't get better than that. It's got that vibe to it. Every song's good. Every song's good on this album. I don't have a problem. This to me is like what you get closest to like a perfect album. And you know this reminds me of being like twenty three, driving around the city, just this going, just this entire record right. going the entire time. And especially like the windows roll right. down, fall weather, nice cool breeze, got the music turned up. This is that record for me. So those are my five album recommendations, Todd. Those are those are what I got this week. I mean, I, yeah, I just you know I just I've been listening to Larry June for like two years. He just dropped something recently. Uh, it's good too. A little bit. Of, I actually been listening to some. Uh, just the the what is it the the Montana kid Kodak Black a little bit yeah uh little Boosie always going back to that um I've been actually there's a couple little, of songs on DJ Khaled it's something yeah it's a, nah I ain't listen to that shit but like I have listened to um he's grown on me DJ Khaled just dropped an album yet DJ Khaled just dropped an album yesterday with like a couple of songs on it and that's getting a lot of traction with the Jay Z you know talking about the billionaire tree I think they even talked about that on on Skip and Shannon. And JC's, you know, that motherfucker came hard with that one. But I don't know, man. That's the thing. I think music is weird. This, uh, this is a total sidebar, but that's what I like about 
how we just can record and just have conversations yeah. and this how we've been doing our thing because we can just talk about whatever the fuck we like. I also feel like right now, as far as like hip hop specifically, the cleanse that is going through is kind of fading off the news a little bit with the whole YSL Rico charges yeah. and all that other kind of shit. I think that's gonna be a really good thing for music in general and hip hop in general and and just going back to maybe maybe we can find a Marvin Gaye again because like I, I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm a complete hypocrite because I like fuck shit like Primo Rice right now is still one of my favorite motherfuckers I still listen to Money Dance uh yeah. uh 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 that's my shit right like um. Mozzie came out with a new album that's kind of I, 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 you know, whatever. But, um, and like I do like that party all the time, goddamn song on, on DJ Khaled's. But I like your list as well to kind of balance it because even me, like, I, I forget, like, damn, I need to go back and listen to Marvin Gaye, my goddamn self. I talk all this shit like it's ingrained in my DNA, but it took you to bring it up. So, uh, nah, I appreciate your list, man. That's, that's the moral to the story, too. Like, I'm still listening to just crazy trash shit. And hopefully, you know, staying in the times, like, you know, uh, they'll come out with some better music overall, which is the oversaturation. Because, like, you bring up, like, Marvin Gaye and all that other kind of stuff. Like I said, I, I listen to that shit from the womb. So yeah. now, like, when I hear remixes, it's kind of something that's dope. But, yeah. But I was going to tell you, too, man, if you, I mean, talk about the state of hip hop. The album that surprised me the most this year, and I'm sure we'll get to it in December, but that Lloyd Banks album was really good. It really was. And I'm gonna have to check it out. That's the second good. time you said that. Yeah, man. The Curse of the Inevitable too, man. That Lloyd Banks, the Lupe Fiasco one, those those are ones I keep in the Lupe, yeah. Lupe actually got a cup. Yeah, Lupe shocked me too. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Lupe Lupe got some shit. I think he dropped that album. I think he made that album in like a record amount of time. Yeah. But um but that was but like, yeah, man. He even like, sounds different on that one, like in a way that's really kind of like refreshing, if that makes sense. And then, you know, like, right. you know, I got to give you credit, dude. Like, of course, I got to give you credit. Like you turned me on to Larry June and just like Spaceships on the Blade has been something I've been rolling back and forth to the gym on. Like, I just love that record. That is that's like my cool down record, too, man. Like after I get done working out or like I played ball on Friday with my bro, like we play some one on one. And like I had, I had Larry June going and then I got in the car and I just kept it rolling. I was like, I love spaceships on the blade. Like that's been one of my favorite records in a long time where I just can't get enough of it. Like, right. Right. It just, that's funny, man. Like you can always tell when we reset the show, cause we'll get back to the, to the music and shit. I, I thought about you randomly the other day when, um, old boy from Flatbush zombies was on funk yeah. flicks I was just on a freestyle. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, and it just brought me back to the beginning yeah. days with the, you know, uh, when, when things first first started. We was, you know, drinking, sneaking, just beginning the podcast. But, um, but yeah, man. So I think, like, we, I know we got news. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I still use my bottle, bro. Them right, 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 right. That's crazy. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, it's funny because the whole dragon thing spawned us off to. The, the kind of wrapping up conversation as far as rain of fire so i'm gonna let you breathe on that because yep. you put the poll out and everything with all the dragons even had me looking to see if, if africans had dragons which was dope but i'm gonna let you you know get into your dragon theory so i have polled the interwebs 
on Twitter, which and I asked the question, what is the best dragon movie? And I gave you three selections. There's a lot of dragon movies out there, but I was thinking of the three that me and you talked about. I gave you three selections out of these three. I gave you Reign of Fire, Dragon Slayer, and Dragon Heart. We talked about dragon movies. Overwhelmingly, with 67% of the vote, Reign of Fire was number one. With 17% of the vote, Dragon Slayer was number two. And with 16% of the vote, Dragon Heart was number three. I gotta agree with that. And Reign of Fire, 2002, the movie's 20 years old this year. It is. Hold on. Can I get some credit real quick before you get yes. into your thing? I almost yes. forgot. Yes. Did I not say Reign of Fire number one? Yes. Dragon Slayer number two. You did. Dragon Heart number three. You did. Right. You, you called Sorry. it, man. Like yeah, we were just, talking just about just it, and I was mind. like, Dragon Heart was the one that I saw first. But then we talked about it, and I was like, but I don't own Dragon Heart. I only own Reign of Fire and Dragon Slayer. <laughs> like, and there's a reason for that. Is okay, so 20 years old, Reign of Fire. I rewatched it this week. The movie still holds up. The visuals still hold up. It's a 20 year old movie where Matthew McConaughey jumps off a tower with a giant axe to try to kill a dragon. And it's awesome. All right, all it right, all right. Awesome, dude. Okay, so Dragon, Dragon, or Reign of Fire, if you've never seen it, it is a post apocalyptic dragon movie starring Christian Bell. Matthew McConaughey and Gerard Butler. Think about that for a minute. This was Gerard Butler pre 300. This was Christian Bell pre Batman right after American psycho. And this was Matthew McConaughey pre the McConaughey Renaissance. Like, so they weren't getting much traction right now. The, the big star was Christian Bell, obviously, because he had done American psycho and they were talking about doing Batman and he'd do it three years later. So it was starting to come up. His name was coming up in the conversation a lot more. And Gerard Butler was still playing a supporting character pre 300 where, you know, this is Sparta kind of took his career over. Um, it's yeah. still a great movie. So. The 300 is still a great movie, mm-hmm. but reign of fire. That was well done. For the, business. the story of it is dragons awaken from the earth, wipe out all humanity. We find out asteroids didn't actually kill the dinosaurs. Dragons did. And now you got groups of humans trying to survive. Christian Bell's running a group in a castle where they're just trying to live. They're trying not to, they're trying not to, not to mess with the dragons. They just want to survive. They want to eat. They want to, they want to birth kids. Like they have a whole system of crows of watching out for dragons. And it's cool. Matthew McConaughey comes rolling in with that American bravado. And he's like, I'm a dragon slayer. I have killed dragons and you love it right from the get you just absolutely yep this is it this is the dude he's insane and he's gonna kill dragons and he doesn't care and he's got a plan he says there's one male dragon that fertilizes all these eggs and we're gonna kill the male we're gonna kill the alpha and dude i'm not gonna go much into that because it's a simple plot but for a movie that's 20 years old the digital effects they did right like they they kept it in right. the shadows. Like it it's there's a lot of fog and stuff, but it works for the intensity of it. And it's still right. like I was rewatching it this week, and I rewatched it about three or four years ago, but I was rewatching it this week, and while I was doing that, I was either working or messing with stuff on my computer. 
several times my attention was dragged away from what I was doing for 15, 20 minutes where I was just like, that's how you know it's a good movie. Where you're just like, you can't help right. but just like be completely 100% engaged with it. I mean, it's it's a high recommendation. You heard it from Twitter. Reign of Fire. High recommendation. <laughs> Real shit, it. man. I just saw a little interview where that where Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey were in a uh, interview, and they were talking about that fight scene where Matthew McConaughey actually headbutted Christian Bale. Yeah. And you could tell Christian Bale was like legitimately like fucked up still about that shit and upset. But the fact that they did that in one take in real life, uh, that was just one of those films that represented an era yeah. that has long passed, but it's still cool. And I'll, like I said, man, um, I, I prefer these dragons right now. Than, you know, uh, yeah, it is. is no grand dragons. It is like it's somebody, somebody. The funny thing that cracked me up was like somebody went on to IMDb and they gave they gave Rain of Fire because I always get curious. So I read the reviews of cust- like people's reviews, and some of this like they gave it a seven out of ten. They go, it would have been an eight out of ten, but these aren't actually dragons. They only have two legs. These are <laughs> wyverns. These aren't dragons. And I was like, okay. Huh. Hey, some people. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. We used Just... to argue about. We don't right. argue about. We need well, to get still do. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. They do. They do. There's a whole fucking Reddit page. I'm sure somewhere fucking having a conversation about werevins versus fucking dragons and how their political affiliations are. You know. Yeah. Scrambling people's brains. Like who knows? That that's we we live in a strange universe now. But we do. Rain of Fire. Out of all the dragon movies, first one that comes to mind. Like, and, and then I, it did make me think about like the worst kind of dragon movies. I think the worst one that uh, was like a D Wars, like Dragon Wars. Oh yeah, but even that one, shit like that. But yeah, man, um, dragons the, on top of dragons, I guess. What the fuck? But looking through the news, this is this is the last this is the last thing we wanted to talk about. There's not much news this week except for one big thing. And this was something that came up in the Discord. This has been all over the news this week. PlayStation 5 is raising prices in certain territories due to the global economic environment. The global economic environment. Right now, that's not hitting the United States. That is not hitting the United States at all. Right now... God bless America (laughs) and nowhere else. Nowhere else. It's going to be Europe, the Middle East... Africa, Asia, Pacific, Latin America, and Canada. Those are the places they're getting the price hikes on the PS5. It has been noted by the Discord community and the Facebook group. It's funny. Y'all raising prices on PS5s, but the Xbox not raising prices at all. So the question being, God bless America and nowhere else. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And God bless my local football team. Whoever they may be. Uh, no, America and nowhere else. What movie is that from? That's the game this week. Oh, yes. But anyway, yes. um, I mean, what, 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 where is that line from? God bless America and nowhere, nowhere else. else. Y'all tell us. Let us know. Uh, you, don't, you don't know either, do you? No, <laughs> we'll I don't. I'll have, to, I'll have laugh. to think about when, it. When I, tell you, when I tell you who it is and who it's associated with, you're gonna laugh, but it's from a movie 
Whereas the, the political guy was like, God bless. And that's kind of how I feel in the back of my head when it's come to this PS5 shit. I'm finally just hearing that you can finally find bundles at the PS5 store of like Horizon, which yeah. I can't wait for people to get their hands on. So I'm just like, there is part of me if I'm going to have an honest first take, just some emotional take. If they were like, I, what's your take? My first one is, God bless America. And nowhere, no like, else. as soon as I heard. And it's fucked up because it's soon. Like, I was pissed off about it. Like I don't have a PS5. I'm I'm blessed to have one. But it's like as soon as I heard that America's prices weren't going up, I instantly stopped giving a fuck. You're just like no. Nah, also, care. go ahead. Stop. I stopped caring. Yeah, that's my initial take. As soon as it goes up here, then I'll be mad. But like I already got one. I'm selfish. I think it's going to be a good deal for international competitive, uh, you know, trade with as far like competitive trade. And I think it'll up the competition with the consoles as far as Xbox is state. concerned globally. PlayStation is head of the state. Good job. Good job. Good job. You won the game. You won the game. You get, you get the dozen cookies. You won the game. But yeah, with Chris Rock. I googled Bernie Mac. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I already know. I already I know. Google I saw it. that G- movie once and I loved O-Y. it. Oh, wow. That's a highly unrated comedy. Yes. That is a highly rated, un- highly underrated comedy, bro. Yes, bro. Head of the state is the shit. That's pre Obama because that shit is. It, it, I think if more people watched Head of the State, they would have been less pissed off at the Obama uh, presidency. You probably would. Right. It would have made more fucking sense. Even like I, I had to go back and watch that shit to kind of level some of that out. But yeah, man, um, <laughs> this, yeah, that's, I also thought about it because of the Will Smith Chris Rock thing recently. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, man, for real. Like as soon as I heard that the prices weren't going up here, I thought that was interesting and shows the power of the dollar, I guess. Well, but it's also, probably, like you said, on the my assumption is that this is the biggest market for the Sony. Like, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah no this doubt. is the biggest market. They yeah. don't want to. They like, don't want to edge out because, like, it seems like American trends in video games kind of direct the rest of the world. Like, <laughs> well, and no, and in another weird way, another weird way, like the market kind of directed this because, yeah, people have been playing, paying overinflated prices to get the PlayStation due to lack of demand for two years. Yeah, and this is also not the first time this has been done. They've they've raised the prices fifty dollars, yeah. Before on a system, I think it was it was I think it was PS was it PS four? It was PS three or PS four? I think it was PS three. Um, they've they've I think it was PS three. Yeah, I think you're right because and because remember they came out with the Big Daddy. Yeah, that was that's still one of like a classic system to me. And they came like they had several versions of PS three, and they did hike the price at some point fifty dollars. You know, they, they don't have the endless pockets that Microsoft does. So initially, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I am interested to see. I'm interested to see because it is getting to the point where it's getting too expensive, where, like, yep. I might as well just get an Xbox, get every game. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just glad I already secured the bag with my file because that's a precious too, motherfucker bro. to me, man. I like, got to keep it clean. Me and too. Everything else, you know. Yeah. I've been- Try to get one before the price goes up. I've been I've been I've been messing around with that new subscription service and I really like it. So it's that's one of those that I'm like, yeah, I dig this. I do. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm glad I got it. Yep, me too. Yeah, man. That's all we got this week. That's it. You're welcome to the Both show. Hosts. 
Boats and hoes. Let us know what you think. <laughs> skip tutorial podcast at gmail.com. STT underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Skip tutorial podcast.com. Uh, you can actually let us know. All the links are in the description on this here YouTube video. Um, and all we do, as we do before we always sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Please. Don't take no shit. Please. Good night. Uh, I used to say good night, Cambodia. I don't know if I could say that anymore. You can. This whole YouTube world is totally fucking different, bro. You know are why, they, are they you, know why you can say good night, Cambodia? I don't think, I don't think they're us. You could say goodnight, Cambodia, because the reality to that, sir, the reality to that is I checked our YouTube and I checked um, our Apple podcast. And the reality is, is that we are on top of the charts in Cambodia again. Man, listen, I'll, on that note, and all things come together like the booty cheeks, man. That's right. It's been fun, my brother, as usual, bro. Creating the content. Thank you kindly. All right. Y'all have a good one. Let us know what you think. Good night. Mm -hmm.